What's up, everybody? It's your girl Naime with Dana with Naime. We have and Kim. Yeah, we have Kim here. here. Hi. <laughs> I liked that. She, she wanted so badly to do that intro. Yeah, she did. You see how it. she did it all quick? Like, no, we completely ruined it. And Kim. This go. is a this is a constant thing, and it's it's this it's annoying now. Well, I figure like you should just say it now, so no, we exactly. wouldn't have to do this every time. No, because yes. the name is still digging out with Naime and Kim. And Kim. No. Thank you, Leslie. This is my best friend. <laughs> exactly. This is why Kim doesn't do anything but show up. She don't. She don't do nothing Ain't that else all but I need show to up. Do? Yeah. No. Do I not come with my uh, news and events? So we have Leslie on here with <laughs> oh us. God. If y'all remember Leslie, she's been here at the end of each year uh, yeah. that we have done this, where we wrap up the year. And last year we talked about music and 90s, like love um, hip hip hop movies, like films, black films. And then the year before that in 2019, we talked about um, just the end of an era because we're not an era decade decade. so we are here now leslie you want to say anything to people uh thanks for having me again i love jesus and i'm excited to be here yes (laughs) yeah i love it when leslie joins the podcast we just be vibing this girl right here she is you know one of my favorite things is to come across like old 90s songs that everyone forgot about and to send them to you and you always know them (laughs) you know what i mean like we grew up the same in my mind at just different places yeah, we would have been best friends had we known each other oh when God. we were kids. I'm telling yes. you, I would have been at your house every day for TRL, <laughs> like without fail. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, all right, thanks for having that little moment. Oh, so, sorry, you so unincluded. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I was. <laughs> just kidding, I'm just kidding. So let's go ahead and do a real quick. A little wrap of oh, and also I just want to say this will be our last episode uh, for the remainder of the year. We'll get back on it the first week of January is when you guys will hear from us again. But until then, we'll be taking a little sabbatical, you know what I'm saying, getting some rest in and just chilling. At least I will. I don't know what Kim will be doing, but that's what I hope to be doing. Kim go hop on and do a digging in with Kim and Naime. <laughs> yes, like any rearrange that one. <laughs> So uh, if you want to tell us a little bit, how has 2021 been for you? Anyone can start. 2021 has been a wild ride for me. A roller coaster comes to mind, but a fun one. Um, Just literally my life has just so many transitions. I got engaged. I got married. I got pregnant. I had the baby. And it has just been a ride that is amazing so a wonderful year super fast last year was like the longest year of life so it's really cool that 2021 was just such an adventure for me Mm, nice what about you kim 2021 was a year of uh new things i would say um moving out on my own which is still very weird it feels like um, starting a new job after being at a, a place for four years or so, a little over four years. Um, it's it's the year of first, I would say. Um, and it's a little scary 
it was humbling for sure. I, I had to reevaluate a lot of the things that I do and how I spend my money and whatnot, but it's, um, I'm definitely learning a lot about myself. Awesome. For me, I would say 2021 was harder than 2020. If I can be honest, um, it, it, I mean, it's been a good year. I started teaching at GCU. I had a few transition myself to moving out, um, out of Tempe, which I've been there for 10 years. That was like mm. a really big deal to me because I was there for 10 years. And it was like definitely a place I thought I was going to be staying in. And honestly, I don't even think I want to go back after just being where I am now. What else happened? I just feel like a lot has happened. You know what I'm saying? I loved, I've lost. Um, I've just been, <laughs> you know, just figuring out myself. Uh, my word for the year was stewardship. And so mm-hmm. I definitely was able to learn a lot of different things and different ways I can steward myself. I think it's been one thing I can definitely say I learned about myself and just the world is um, that people people are going to do what they're going to do. <laughs> like, yeah. It don't, you know what I'm saying? You could have all the good intentions. You can over-communicate. You can be super present and consistent. Um, but people are dealing with their own traumas. People are dealing with their own comfortabilities. People are dealing with their own things. And so it may not look the way you expect it to or the way you want to. And you really can't control situations. That's kind of been my 2021. Mm. I like that you mentioned that. My word for the year was joy. And one of the first scriptures that comes up for me when I think of joy is considered pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of any kind. That was not the scripture that I was meditating on and hoping for that includes joy. Um, But I think that that was the intention that God had for me. And if I'm honest, I kind of missed the mark on that one. I Mm. definitely kind of felt those trials that did kind of come up throughout the year. And I didn't meet them with joy. Like that was not my first posture was joy. So it's kind of interesting. I was reflecting on that today. Mm. That's beautiful. And then my word um, for 2021 was consistency which Lord help me, I'm still working on. Um, but I feel like I've been um, a lot more consistent with like my habits, the things that I'm trying to do better of. Um, I would say even with my devotionals, like the Daily Bible app, I love that thing, man. Because when you ain't doing right, they surely will remind you like, hey, don't forget, read your devotional like, yeah. <laughs> or read the scripture of the day or whatever the case may be. Um, so I, I would say consistency um, was definitely my, my focal point. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to go through a little bit of our episodes from the past year. I'll do that relatively quickly. And then we'll talk about a little bit about um, what else the year brought music-wise, TVs. I also want to go and talk about one of our favorite books, because all three of us are are readers. Leslie, I don't know if you got to read a lot this past year, but all three of us are we enjoy reading. So I want to talk about any books that we loved and maybe can recommend to one another. And then some hopes and dreams and things we want to see in 2022. 
So, uh, first off, we started the first episode of this year. We started off, it's, it's titled Six Days In and There's a Coop. I talked about the situation that happened um, in January. So, right off the bat, I feel like the year started off <laughs> really crazy and intense. It did. Um, and I honestly forget that that was a part of 2021. Right. Like, I don't even remember that whatsoever. Uh, but that was a thing. Another thing we talked about was uh, what parts of your life were barren. So at this time, I think we were just talking about, um, like, life and seeing life, which, which is also a beautiful thing, right? Because we were talking about, and that's also something we talked about in Daughters, right? This idea of, like, what areas in our life are barren. And then, Leslie, you legitimately end up bearing a child right Mm. so I think that's kind of interesting right we were talking about what areas um you know are barren and then you you end up having you end up giving life so that's kind of beautiful I like that right (laughs) it makes it sound very fancy (laughs) and then you say you're a bundle of joy that's so cute I love that yes amen to that yeah um, and also in January, we did Stories Need to be Told. So I, uh, Dwayne came and we talked about the importance of storytelling and um, also stories that aren't necessarily the narrative we're used to. So um, different stories of different peoples in their life's journeys. And then also we talked a little bit about history and just how our history is trying to be rewritten. Um we talked about toxic relationships. Kim and I got into Malcolm and Marie. Did you end up seeing that, Leslie? No. Okay, you didn't need to. It, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, but we talked about that. We also talked about why people think they can say whatever they want. Um, we talked about what brings people joy. Uh, taking care of your property, so boundaries. We talked about routines. We did a How Well Do You Know Your Best Friend, where Kim did a takeover. We should do more takeovers. I agree. And Kim basically came, whatever. Kim came on the pod, and she asked us questions, and we had the questions right. We talked about reparations, which we still need to revisit that book. Um, We did the personality types, which you joined us for that one, Leslie. I did. And we talked about, yeah, actually – since then, have you, any either of you noticed how maybe you have, um, I don't know, I guess, ha- has it changed anything since you know your personality type a little more? Is this something you're aware of in your relationships or anything? Yes, my husband and I had a deep talk about the different <laughs> elements of my personality and just the things he definitely saw in me and um that has kind of stayed with me so that that helped to just understand yeah that's good I think one thing that I I um so it's like you know when you when you know things right like you you you've been through something like uh, give an example to make it easier so in the idea of patience right we know that um, like if there's a situation where you're having a, a conflict and you can have all the good intentions to mitigate or manage the conflict or to handle the situation, but it's like all your knowledge about it goes out the window in that moment. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, 
as we're talking about this now, I'm like, there are certain situations that I wish looking back now that I'm reviewing this and I'm thinking about, we literally went through our personality type. I wish I had remembered some of those things. And cause they even gave you tools on how to like do things. You know what I mean? Right. And I kind of wish that I had remembered at that time and I could have managed some conflicts and different things a little bit better, but you know, what can you do? Right. We're learning. We're growing. We're learning. Yeah. For me, um, I would say I've definitely been more um, attentive <laughs> to to my my personality and the results of that. Um, I found that with my avoidance style, it's not always a good thing. And I've been trying to be more intent on like recognizing things that I should probably actually pay attention to or for me to um, engage in uncomfortable conversations or things like that. I should be more open to it instead of just ignoring things. Mm. And and I appreciate that as someone who's, who is a direct communicator and a, and a personality type that like wants to talk about everything and get through everything. Um, and not saying that we have any conflict now, but I appreciate it because it makes it easier for, for like a person like me, right? Where it's like, I just want to talk about our feelings. Why can't we just talk about our feelings? You know, mm-hmm. so I appreciate you saying that. I think I really also do. with like new uh, transitions into life or just new opportunities, like that offers you an opportunity to, to grow and to learn and for example, I don't remember what it said about patience, but I will tell you, like, becoming a mother has taught me patience. It's kind of wild that I discovered this at this stage of my life, but I have to have patience with my son, and it kind of comes naturally in that, but this has given me an opportunity to exercise that in a way that I never had to. You know, mm-hmm. I never had yeah. to have patience with anybody because in my mind, like, they're adults or they're at least a child that can understand or whatever. There was always an excuse, but now having an infant and, you know, the infant only knows to cry if it needs something to me that has like shown me patience to kind of troubleshoot like, okay, let's try this. That didn't work. Let's try that. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think when it comes to patience, one thing I learned and I really think now I, I, I see it as a good thing, but I realize that there's certain things that, I'm willing to be patient with. And there's other things that I'm willing to say, you know, this isn't something worth waiting for. This isn't something that I should put effort towards. So I'm going to, instead of being patient and waiting and hoping for the best, I'm actually going to walk away from the situation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I I definitely agree with that. that, And I'm still that way. But I think I was already, I was willing to just make that move on anything. Mm. You know, I like I was I was not I was a person that didn't understand. I think even in the past episode, I had mentioned like, what does that mean, patience? Mm-hmm. Um, because it was just a concept I never understood. And when I wanted something or I wanted to leave or whatever the case was, there was zero patience. Mm. But I definitely agree that you do have to know when it is time to to move on from whatever the situation is or, you know, have that boundary of the, the patience just has, you know, run out. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And, and and also realistically, um, I think the Lord is always teaching us, you know, patience in the different 
ways of life. Mm-hmm. And so being able to just hopefully gracefully accept the challenge of patience. But uh, we celebrated two years. Kim, do you know when our anniversary is? Since you want to be all up in the, the podcast? First of all, the only reason you know <laughs> is because you have it on your phone and you can look at it. No, I know when when our anniversary is because I started the podcast and I know when the very first episode went out. Oh, because you can see it on your phone. No, because so, I actually know the date of it. Anyways, when is our anniversary, Naime? You tell me. I wouldn't know. I don't have it oh, on my okay. phone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we, uh, we celebrated we we posted on on April twenty ninth, but in so May what's of saying is she doesn't really know. But wow, go ahead. May ninth, <laughs> May ninth, honey. Anyways, uh, we will be having our third year anniversary of this upcoming year, which is kind of dope. So we'll see what COVID is because I would love to do like an in person type thing. That'd be dope. That would be fun. We should do it over spades. Over where? Spades, play spades. Oh, oh no, I meant like have a, like an audience, like people come. Oh, I thought you meant us live. <laughs> <laughs> I meant yeah, like have people too. come. You know what I'm saying? That I thought that'd be cool. Uh, so then we talked about luxury, and we talked about working hard with Chris Joseph. We talked about again. Here comes that word, patience. And then Kim, <laughs> um, we talked about. Uh, Kim was really adamant about people moving here into Arizona (laughs) from LA and just different places. We talked about COVID. We talked about femininity, which was cool. But yeah, those are kind of some of our conversations. Kim, did you have a favorite one? I don't know if you remember. I mean, I said them, but. The funny thing is I was actually catching up on some of our episodes last week, which I think I told you that because mm-hmm. um, I, I said how you just be coming for me or trying to at least. Um, but <laughs> I would say my favorite one probably would be um, the episode where we talked about reparations mm. just because we had such two different perspectives on that. Um and I just, I, I liked that dialogue. Yeah. You know how you you don't get to say everything in the moment and then later on is when you think like, oh, I wish I said this and I wish I said that. Mm-hmm. That's what I wish I did. I feel like there's a, there's a lot of things I was like, dang, I should have said this and I, I didn't think of it. Um, for that specific conversation, I, I still think that we should read the book and um, come back and talk about it again. But we'll see. I'd be down for that. But speaking about books, um, what are some books you read or what was one of your favorite books that you read this year? We talk about books a lot on this podcast. So, Oh, I read so many this year. Um, favorite. You go first because I got to I got to think about it. OK. Um, Leslie, did you read any books this year? You know, I did not. I tried and just wasn't able to. OK. Uh, for last me, year I read a lot, but this year it just didn't happen. Yeah, that that I mean, is, had a lot going on. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. A little bit. <laughs> that's, did you read any parenting books? Anything like I that? I did a lot of blogs. I did a lot of like articles. Um, mm-hmm. They have that what to expect. They have a website, mm-hmm. and every week I would read through you know different things. They also had an app that would tell me like through my pregnancy what was happening 
every single week. So I was constantly trying to figure out like what was going on with the development with the baby or the, you know, changes in my body, what was happening. So that's all right though. That that's still good valuable information. That's great valuable information. Uh, so I think my favorite read of this year, I didn't read as many. My whole thing of reading this year wasn't to try to read as many books, but just to read. So I think I had maybe 12 books. Actually, maybe I did read a book each month. So, but like I said, again, it wasn't, the purpose wasn't to reach a number. I just wanted to read. But my favorite book, I think, and it was earlier in the year, so like uh, February March ish, but it's called No When When No One Is Watching by Alyssa Alyssa Cole, and it was about um about gentrification within a black community in New York, and but they took it on a whole nother trajectory. So instead of it just being gentrification and white people coming in, it was that uh, white people were actually murdering the black people to get their homes. That's how they were doing it. They were moving them out. And they were actually taking, um, they were testing them. They were testing a cure on them, but they were first giving them, I forgot what, what like quote unquote disease or virus was, but they were giving them a virus and were testing on them, but they were all dying. And so it sounds so bad, but it was, it was just, it was very well written. Alyssa Cole is is a black woman, very well written. It was, the dialogue was great. Um, I think that she did a very good job at showing like all the different possibilities of blackness, right? So you had your old granny, you had your your the classy granny, you had the ratchet granny, right? You had the <laughs> the young kid who hair's always nappy, the young, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just such a diverse like range of of just blackness, and I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then in the end, it even doubled down on the idea of community. Uh, but then it also it showed like the end after the, the black people are rescued by themselves the whole community comes together and rescue each other which is a beautiful thing of like we don't need someone else to rescue us right like our community can, can come together and, and protect ourselves um they just went back to normal like like the the people end up lead, well the, the black people end up killing the white people so they they end up having to like shut down the, the what they were doing but it didn't go in the news like it was like it just they just went back to normal and people just left like the white people just left. Um, but then there were also a lot of uh, black people who were also just displaced because the homes had already been taken. So it, it was very realistic, I would say, right. Cause that happens, you know, like after mm-hmm. a, tra- a tragedy happens, like you can't go back. So you just keep going forward. So I thought that it, it was really good in the, in being realistic in that idea. So that was my favorite book. Mm-hmm. So Kim, what about you? Um, so I just went back and I checked my, my list of books read. So I read 52 this year, which is girl crazy to me, but I guess when you take into like consideration, like I read it, like if I was bored in a room or something, if I was waiting on someone or, you know what I mean? Like those random instances. But, um, I would say the one that I liked the most was called, um, once perfect uh Naime always jokes and says that I read like dark books or like mm-hmm. traumatic books that's the word people be getting raped and impregnate <laughs> oh everybody end up pregnant same no, I just like fiction books uh, a little bit more just like it's telling a different story but that one 
actually did have to do with someone <laughs> dealing with with a rape. Okay, um, so it was called Once Perfect, um, and it's a story about a girl who actually did end up getting uh, raped, and she's she's dealing with that. She's trying to heal moving on from there. Um, she's trying to become like a nurse, and she's doing all these things, but she ends up crossing paths with a gentleman who actually spent time in prison for, for beating up um, a man who raped his sister. So they formed this like unique kind of like relationship, this bond. Um, but I think it was well-written um, and that would probably be my most liked book that I read this year. Mm. Nice. Nice. That one sounds a little happier than the rest. I feel like the other ones are super <laughs> traumatic. I mean, this one's pretty traumatic too. Like it's, it is a lot going on, but it, yeah. it, it was a good read and it was well-written. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, happy reading. I hope we continue to read amazing. But in, in Leslie, I hope you find time to rest and just read some some books, um, even if they're children's book, right? Like, let's say yours read to your yeah. son. That, that's even great. But just find time for reading. It's, it's it, there's just so relaxing. much peace in it. It is relaxing. And it, is and it takes relaxing. you to a new place. You know, it takes you to a new world if, when you can't get there because you can't travel or whatever. So it's nice. nice. But all right, let's get to the music. So I first want to start. I first want to start. Um, Spotify does like a rap. And Leslie, I understand you like your little Apple, but Spotify, let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> Spotify where it's at. Yes. So Spotify gives you a rap at the end of the year and it tells you all your like songs. It tells you the thing. Like it just, it tells you a whole thing. It's, it's really kind of dope. And my number two most played song is someone that we had talked about literally last year at the end of this. And Leslie, wait, was it last? Yeah, it was last year. And Leslie was saying, Jasmine who? She ain't yeah. done nothing. Yeah. She this, that, and the other. No, let me tell you, her album came out in, I believe, January. And was it I think, January? Yeah, I think it was January 8th. Let me see. Now I'm curious. Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it came out... January 8th, yes, oh yeah, I was right on, January 8th, yes, so first off, this album, oh, I don't know, have you heard it, Leslie? No. Oh, and but you're Hotels, not a Jasmine right? fan, huh? Yeah, Hotels. Not exactly, no. So the the, the, the album was great, uh, she had her in it, there, who else is in it? You have a few other albums, or excuse me, other songs, um, who who else was in the album, Kim? Why can't I think right now? Did you listen to it, Kim? I listened to it. Was I like, oh my goodness, this is the best Jasmine Sullivan Alvin album ever? No. Um, I thought it was great. But that's just me. But she had she had uh, her, she had Ari Lennox. That's what I was say. Ari Lennox, Anderson Pack, Pac, however his name pronounced. But it was really good. It's 14 songs, 32 minutes. It's, I really liked it. My favorite song on there was Pick Up Your Feelings. Um, but it, it was just, it's taught, it was supposed to be talking about different women and their different experiences with love. And, and I don't know, I really enjoyed it. Mm. But I want to share that because uh, I know that was one of the first, that was one of the things we talked about last year. But go ahead, Kim. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, she she did, and she won a lot of awards. Yeah, she this year did. for that album. 
Um, this year, I was very mellow with the music. I didn't do a lot of mainstream, which, honest, I'm going to be real. I haven't done that in about 10 years. I, I promise I feel like there's no good music no more. But <laughs> so I always stick to my old school 90s, 2000s, all of that. Um, I feel like my parents now, because how they used to say back then, like, there ain't no good ain't music. no good now. music. Yeah. Yes. Like, that's literally me. I feel like there's nothing out right now, unless... Bruno Mars comes out with a random hit every now and then with um Silk Sonic. Like usually it's him and Anderson Pack, right? That's who it is, Anderson mm-hmm. Pack. Yeah, like usually it's it's like hit or miss. Like if it just happens to to come, I feel like a lot of the songs right now are being made specifically for TikTok. Um, yeah, so they can come up with some dances, so there's not a lot a whole lot of depth to it, but they're catchy. So like, so yeah. be it. But um, who I listened to the most this year was her um I really got into her uh I wasn't necessarily I won't say I wasn't not a fan but like I definitely for whatever reason 2021 like I was just vibing with her um but also Madison Ryan Ward that was another big one for me um she's phenomenal just literally everything she does she's phenomenal um and then Ella May she was another big one that I listened to this year so I guess I was very more so into like soulful R&B-ish mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but when I looked at my Spotify's top artist, you know, that whole deck or, or for the year or whatever. So I guess I listened to, no shocker here, a lot of Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your girl. <laughs> she was my number one artist. But then it was followed by um, Elevation Worship. And then I listened to a lot of Kirk Franklin, which I already knew I did that. But like, he was way, way up there. This is why um, I say we're best friends because the same thing for me. Elevation, really? Kirk Franklin. Yes, I'm literally looking at my music right now and those two are at the top. <laughs> so that is hilarious. See, that is why. And my no. by Mariah Carey is always in rotation. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, somebody. My, my top uh, artist was, at, at, was actually Maverick City. Ooh, that was like okay. my top one, which I don't know if either of you listen to much of them. I well, do. They did a Christmas album. Whew. Yeah, they, I really they did an album it. with Elevation. Yeah, that, that's the one. Yeah. Shall Not Want by Shannon mm. Moore. That song. Mm. Beautiful that music. song. Gets yeah. like, you every yes. time. Yes. So they, they, I just been, I, they were my number one, which I thought was funny. My other number one album specifically, such a good album, is um, Afrobeats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't think it's Afrobeats. I, no, I guess it is Afrobeats, but it's uh the Wiz Kid. He's Nigerian, but Wiz Kid, um, his album uh from Lagos, I think that's what it's called. That oh, that man. You have Essence on that. You have Blessed on that. You have Real Love on that. Like that album, honestly, top to bottom, I just thought was phenomenal. Um, so I listened to that album that was my most played album which I thought was crazy mm. oh so. I forgot Tori Kelly you you know I love me my Tori Kelly oh my okay she I don't see how to it with that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like her voice so for me and I, I agree with you Kim for me the new music doesn't capture me Mm-mm. um even today you know how you have like music as you said but Apple Music has, like, you can have your own station, my own station, and it throws songs that are kind of my flavor. And so today, it played the song 
it's called late night and i'm not really listening to the lyrics at first but i liked the song like the beat was nice like good and i was like okay i kind of like what this is going i start to listen to lyrics and i'm like oh okay so it's just the lyrics never connect with me you know like mm-hmm. it's i had it's like she doesn't know i have other chicks in my phone i just like heard that <laughs> and then it just kind of went into and i was like okay well this is just this is awkward as far as albums i really really liked any many of uh two oh, that was probably my that favorite was a good one here that was yeah. a good one yeah nice. not gonna do is like on rotation for me i love that song mm. so i have some list of artists we know who had dropped albums this year that i had no idea about Chris Brown. I just, I just didn't know about them, and so I don't. Maybe you guys know about them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through as quick as I can though, and you can let me know. So Wiz Khalifa dropped an album. Division dropped an album. I listened to. Well, I I know who Wiz Khalifa is. I don't listen, but Division. Division? What? Who's Division? Uh, R and B. He does. I don't. I I mean, it's a, it's a duo. I didn't know it was two of them. I thought it was just one person, but found out it was two. Um, but I don't know how to explain them. I've never seen their faces though, so I don't know. But they have really good music. A lot of the stuff is slower though, so I, I do like freestyling to it. But yeah, um, Jim Jones dropped an album. Wait, Jim That's Jones loving hip hop. Jim Jones. That Jim hilarious. Jones and Harry Fraud dropped the Fraud Department. That's oh, the name of the album. I love hip hop in like ten years, so I don't know if it's fair to associate him with love. <laughs> I feel like it is. He left his <laughs> up there. Him and uh, what's his wife's name? Chrissy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Bryson Tiller dropped something. I guess Neo. It was his 15 year anniversary, so he dropped some extra stuff with that. Drake had Scary Hours too. Did not hear that one. But Tory Lanez don't care for him. But he did something. Justin Bieber dropped an album, which that one. Did, I, I just know pieces. Y'all, I, see, I was gonna say Kim. Why I you didn't bring him he up? He was actually um, number four on my list. Okay, for most Funny. listened to artists because his album went okay. It song went that never came out. Peaches with the beat of "What's Love Got to Do with It" is my favorite song that never came out. Like TikTok did a remix of that song, <laughs> and I listened to that thirty second clip forever. Like, they oh, you don't have to send out. that to me. I haven't heard that. Oh my gosh, it is like the remix millennials are like in desperate need of peaches on the like peaches, peach, oh the name is peaches I'm sorry yeah okay i get my peaches down in georgia yes but it's on <laughs> what's love got to do with it with the shanties oh please send this to oh me oh my Leslie. gosh please oh yeah because okay. i'm a believer okay i like but justin justin dropped two albums he also dropped he freedom. did yep. you know what i tried to listen to that album was depressing you really yeah you thought so yeah you don't think so it's like it's like very sad boy just very yeah oh it's an ep i'm sorry i don't really know the difference well i guess EPs are just shorter right yeah yeah okay um i don't know if i've heard it but he did drop one miguel dropped something so dropped something so- dj Khaled. Snoop Dogg, J. Cole, 
That I knew. I do not know. DMX, right before, like before he died, dropped something called Exodus. Oh. I saw he talked about it in an interview. But I, that's so telling. I don't think I actually listened to it. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say, Kim? I said that's kind of foretelling. That's what I Exodus. Well, I mean, Exodus means like exit, leaving. Yeah, I I thought the same thing when I first, but then I was like, yeah, I thought the same thing when I first. I don't know. Lloyd Banks dropped something. Oh, that's Uh, funny. Lloyd Banks. (laughs) Not Lloyd Banks. What? Yes, Uh, Migos and Gucci Mane. Her. Big Sean, Doja Cat. I don't know if you know Doja Cat. Um, Juicy J. Um, Styles P. Oh. Vince Staples. Not Logic. Logic. <laughs> That's what I thought it was for a minute. Logic. Bobby Tarantino the third. So did you listen to that, Leslie? I did not. I used to yeah, be a really big Logic fan. Oh, you're not. You did? I mean, no, I, I think I still am, but I just haven't kept up with his music. Just my life Got has it. taken, you know, different turn, and I just haven't kept up. Yeah, I still um, really not. Oh, so I mean, l- listen to let us know how you how you feel about the album. But uh, Nas, Sammy, Sammy, I did listen to his. Was it good, Kim? I enjoy Sammy. I feel like he probably should be more famous than he is. Um, he gets slept on a lot. Mm. Nelly. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> oh, funny story. Really quick. So my brother this week, I'm in a group message with my brothers. And one of them um, does like his draft thing or whatever, Fandle. I don't even know. But he won tickets to, to go see Nelly in Vegas. He said, does anybody want to go to see <laughs> Nelly? And we were all like, No. <laughs> What you wouldn't like, want to go to that? Not I really. I no. would totally. Go. I would too. You oh, should have yeah. told him to press them this way. I definitely <laughs> should have gotten to Nightmare and I. We would have went. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. yes. <laughs> that whole album. Oh my goodness. I was like in seventh grade listening to that. <laughs> you know, all the words are so terrible. Like if it was a free concert here, sure, but I'm not gonna like pay to go to Vegas and do all that. Like, what you mean? That's a whole trip. You got free concert tickets, and it's a whole trip just for the fun of it. Only yeah. people I'm going out to Vegas for is Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Usher? Usher. I think she said maybe Usher. Okay. Is that what you said, Kim? No. It, yes. Oh. I'm sorry. That is what I said. Okay. Uh, so, Common dropped something. Seven Streeter, Lil Wayne, and the and Rich the Kid. Um, I'm trying to go, and I think that a French Montana, Snoop Dogg dropped two albums. Okay, I didn't know that. Alicia Keys just dropped hers actually a few days ago, and then Wiz Khalifa's dropping another one in a few days. Currency, Leslie, do you listen to Currency? No. Okay, sermons are good. But that's all the music of this year. Can I ask you, what are we predicting for? Well, first off, I think one thing we do is we limit ourselves. And I say we because I think in this, the three of us specifically, because I think we always feel like there's no good music. So I don't know if we're talking about specifically like hip hop or R&B, but I think like there's a lot of good music out there, right? Whether it be gospel or Christian or it be like a little pop album or whatever. And so I think that we should 
think outside the box a little bit, but if you can predict of like, I really like how artists are embracing the past, especially with like TikTok. A lot of the songs are from our time Mm -hmm. and the new generation is, you know, discovering that like Aaliyah is one of the latest ones that they're using on like a sound. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think with that trend, artists are going to start to sample a lot more music from our time. So that's my prediction is we're going to see a lot more samples that are going to come up. And I'm excited for that. I would like to see that as long as it's like honoring what came before. And done well. And done well. Because some songs, you know, do get remixed. And I'm like, oh, you should have just left that alone. But they get sampled and... I love it. I'm like, yes, you did that justice. Yeah. I, I'm i predicting the same thing. I think we're going to sample a lot. I mean, we sample a lot of songs already, right? If we think about a lot of songs, even from the 90s, sampled older songs. And so I think that's going to continue just in a larger scale. Right. I'm I think hope- also like, so go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, you go ahead. I can say it after you're done. I think with um, TikTok, is just introduces a whole new world, right? Like a lot of the dances, they're now tapping into like dances from the past. So they're doing like the jerk, they're doing um, the soldier boy dance. They're doing like all these different dances. So that might come into play as well into the music. Like they might- Go ahead. They might go that direction so they can reintroduce these dances. See, the thing though, is that like, I can't stand TikTok for various reasons. But one of them- yeah, no, I'm not a fan of it. But one of the reasons is that, like, as an actual, not an actual dancer, I don't want to say it like that, but as someone who dances, as as a dancer and performer and teacher, um, all this stuff is, has been happening. It's just now people can see it because it's on TikTok. And so we assume that there's, like, this trend, but the trend's been here. And so, like, things like what you just mentioned, that's been a thing within the last few years. It's just on TikTok, so you see it, you know? Like, it's on I a agree. bigger scale where people who who aren't dancers have access to seeing it. Um, but I, I hear you, there's definitely going to be a lot more quote unquote songs that you dance to and little like moves that we can do. I am hoping though, that there be more music that has more meaning, um, and not just kind of like trash party music. And what I mean by party music is is not like a where the party at type of party music, but you you know that party music that's like you just trying to mess some stuff up and just get drunk and get foolish. Right. Like I'm hoping for us to kind of walk away from that a little bit and step into like a little bit more artistry within our within the music. And so that's what I'm hoping for. I would love to see that, especially with, you know, sampling older music like Earth, Wind & Fire had this TikTok dance. You know, it would be nice if they would, this generation would listen to Earth, Wind & Fire and then kind of take from that and kind of remix it to today's times. I would love that. I would love if there was a deeper influence on today's artists. Yeah. Another thing that honestly, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, but kind of bothers me about TikTok, though, is that I don't. And maybe I don't know enough, but mm-hmm. TikTok, it gets lost. Um, a lot of the, the music and stuff. So it's it's a little more difficult to find the original creator of it. Because on TikTok, you can change the name of song or whatever. Like even if you change a little bit of a beat or something, and then it's now like yours. You can put your name on it and stuff. 
And so there's a song I found. I was looking for the original creator. And I, and even when I Googled it, it keeps going to one person's TikTok. But I saw someone say that, that that's not the original person. So I'm just like, oh, then what's the original? So that's the only thing I don't like. It's like for copyright, they can just kind of use it as they please. Right. And, you know, it is good practice, like with TikTok, to give credit to the creator, whether it's a dance or sound or whatever that is. They are supposed to include them kind of in that um the description like right that's what you want them to do right like that's giving respect to whoever did create that bit you know Mm -hmm. but I do agree that does definitely happen yeah people are not getting their paper either from it but you know some of these creators like this is what they do like this is how they they fund their their lives yeah oh yeah all right. Is there anything else you want to add or say? No, no, that was it. This was fun, though. I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me again at the end. I yeah, like the tradition. You I know I do, too. It's going to be something we hopefully can continue, God willing. So absolutely. All right. Well, we got her here. Peace. <laughs>